Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be here with my guest today. I'm going to introduce you guys to her, but this is the first episode that we are going to be listening to with one of my amazing guests since we have had our break from the podcast, because as you guys know, I had my wedding, honeymoon, moved, all the different changes and things like that. So I'm super excited to be back to bringing on these conversations for you guys to learn about the experiences that my guests have had and how it's been helpful, not just for themselves, but for the clients, patients that they're working with. So today I'm going to be speaking with Dr. Aruna Tamala, and we got connected on Instagram and I really am excited to have you guys hear her story today and really what she has to bring to the table because She's going to be talking to us today about a lot of different things. And some of those things I'm going to let her touch on, but we're going to get into healing the gut brain access and also really the look of holistic psychiatry and what she has uncovered from her work in this field and why she got started. And more importantly, the impact that she's seen on this work for the people that she's helped. So Dr. Tamala, thank you so much for coming on and joining me. And I'm super excited to get into this conversation with you. Thank you for having me, Paris. It is my absolute pleasure and congratulations and best wishes on your wedding and all the wonderful things that are going to come your way. Thank you so much. And just hearing our back and forth a little bit before we kind of got onto the podcast, I'm just excited to get into this because before I hit record, you guys, I was just going back and forth with Dr. Runa. And one thing she said that really hit home for me was a lot of the times before we're diagnosed with bipolar, or maybe when we're first diagnosed, a lot of what we're mainly focused on is trying to suppress the symptoms. And we don't always get to the point of what is the root cause of this? A lot of it is like, here's what's happening. Let's try to address this. So I'd love to hear from you, your take on that. And what was your first perception of that when you saw that, when you got into the field and you started working? So I'm trained as a traditional psychiatrist and uh, I trained in India as a psychiatrist first. And I do credit my holistic thinking to my training in India because there, my degree was also called neuropsychiatry. It was not just psychiatry. So it was drilled into me that we first have to rule out physical causes, mainly diseases of the brain, whether that is uh, infections. You know, I, I've seen patients with neurosyphilis presenting as uh, psychosis, uh, you know, patients with different uh, forms of infections, hormonal imbalances that would present with anxiety, depression, or even psychosis. So with that background, when I moved here in 2005 and I started my residency, the shocking thing was that the mind and body are completely divorced. And I kid you not, on my very first day as a resident, a, a resident repeating my psychiatric residency, I was not allowed to touch the patient to do a physical exam. My attending on my very first day told me that's medical legal liability. And I'm like, no, but I'm a doctor. Why wouldn't I do a physical exam? I mean, how are you going to rule out physical medical causes? And I was told, oh, we have an internist for that. Uh, this is not your job. Your job is just to talk to the patient, which, which was so outside my worldview and my experience at that point in time. But I didn't think too much about it. But for me, you know how, you know, the way our life goes, the challenges that we experience is really to help us grow. We, we may think that it's to torture us. And, you know, I always joke that the universe really played a cruel prank on me. Like I've had so many health issues of my own, but I use the past tense I had. I was diagnosed with, I had very severe polycystic ovarian disease, Hashimoto's thyroiditis. 
uh, infertility and also I was developing symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis and I was barely 30 years old. But And in that process, I ex firsthand experienced medical care as a recipient of, of this care. And it was, okay, this is what we can do there, which is basically, we don't know what, what's causing you. It's, it's, your, it's your bad luck. It's your genes. I mean, I used to blame my mom because she had many of these health issues. And it's like, oh, you gave me these bad genes, blah, blah, blah. But then I was desperate to become a mother and, of course, pass on these genes to them, right, to my kids. Mm -hmm. So it was that such a hopeless worldview about health and life and all of that. And I did not question it until something, I mean, it, it was simply, I did finally become pregnant with fertility treatments. But when I became pregnant, I was so careful. I mean, of course, I, the first thing was, I wasn't much of a drinker, I am not, but I stopped all alcohol consumption. I was really careful about, you know, uh, you know what kind of food I was eating, switched to, to organic meats, organic dairy. And, and I was really also concerned about the toxin exposure that I was having. And when my, uh, I mean, my kids, I mean, to this day, they're 12 and 15, you can, they haven't had any Coke products. You know, we eat very clean. Of course, now as they're growing older, I'm allowing them to, my teenager, especially, I'm allowing her to push the boundaries and, you know, do what, you know, a typical teenager eats so much of junk food in this country. But my whole family, we are going to start an elimination diet because I want them to experience how the body feels when they eat clean and how it feels when they're not eating clean. So, but when they were, you know, when they were babies, you know, I was so careful about what I was giving them, what I was feeding myself during pregnancy and lactation. I naturally asked the question, how is the diet that my patients are eating affecting their mental health? Mm -hmm. And it was a very naturally spontaneous question that came to my mind. And I asked Dr. Google because I wasn't taught about any of this besides the superficial or oh, B12 is necessary for your brain function. It can cause dementia, maybe vitamin D is implicated for some, but nothing in detail about the gut brain axis or anything. But thankfully, Dr. Google eventually led me to organizations like American Board of Integrative and Holistic Medicine. And I went for my first conference in October of 2013. And my life has not been the same since because for the first time I was introduced to Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, which is traditional Indian medicine. I grew up in India yeah, until I was 27. I lived in India. But through all those years, I thought Ayurveda was not a legitimate science because that is what the, 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 the prevailing understanding about Ayurvedic medicine was. But here I'm learning to, I was actually taught that not only is it a legitimate science, but it is actually a complete medical tradition that has survived the ravages of time and multiple invasions. You know, the British rule really destroyed Ayurveda, but it, it is experiencing, excuse me, a resurgence now, not only in India, but also worldwide. And wow. then I was intrigued enough to explore what Ayurvedic medicine is. And I did my training in Ayurvedic medicine, as well as in functional medicine. And by 24, Mid 2014, I got my board certification in integrative and holistic medicine. But wow. the big question was, how am I going to use this for psychiatry? But before that, of course, I was incorporating all of this. And I kid you not, between 20 by 2014, my periods normalized, or rather, I want to say towards the end of 2014, my periods normalized. Before that, I would have my periods two times in a year. 
three times if I, if I was lucky. And I would bleed for two to three weeks nonstop, go into anemia. And all I was given was birth control pills to manage this. Wow. Oh That's, my goodness. That, that was the mainstream. They said, oh, just take, take the pill. But I would get migraine headaches with the pill. So wow. I was this textbook case of everything that can go wrong with modern medicine. But when I started, I so I we hired an Ayurvedic doctor and I started my Ayurvedic clinic first before I, because I was still in the process of learning and educating myself. So we, and I started working with my, uh, my uh, Ayurveda doctor. She's amazing. Her name is Sunita. She comes from a long lineage of Ayurvedic physicians in her family. Mm-hmm. So she's, uh, she really is amazing. And she helped me fix my PCOS, my Hashimoto's, everything. And it was so easy. Yes, I had to give up some foods. I had to change my lifestyle. But I didn't, I mean, I could notice that my skin was clearer. My hair was better. My energy was better. I mean, I used to have that. I thought I had ADD. And I was actually diagnosed with attention deficit disorder. Yeah. Uh. I took stimulants for a full one week, did not sleep at all. And I felt miserable about that as well. Wow. Because I thought, okay, now I, I'm, I'll be doomed to a mediocre life because I have all this potential, but my ADD is going to, you know, inhibit me from reaching my potential. Wow. I saw so many of these conditions get better. And all I had to do was eat right and detox myself. I love that you bring up how you discovered it because of what you struggled with. Like you mentioned PCOS and then having all of the things that you were going through and kind of like the ADD diagnosis and everything, and then discovering this doctor, right? And then really like you even said that you weren't, you went to Google and you said, you know, how is the diet of my patients impacting their mental health? And that's something that I love that you bring the connection because when you talked about in your training, it was kind of like the body and mind are like separate. You weren't allowed to do certain things with the mm-hmm. patients and really being able to kind of see, you know, here's what I dealt with and here's what I struggle with and here's what I, has been helpful for me. And I think it's so cool because it goes back to the point of the goal of addressing the root causes. And that's literally what you did is you went through and you found for yourself, you had all these struggles and then addressed what was at the core of that. So like you mentioned, like going to the conference in 2013 was the first conference and then starting this. So almost 10 years, right? Like almost 10 years of getting into this. And then you got the certification in holistic medication. And that's cool too, that you talk about, I was trained as a traditional psychiatrist, you know, the way that we're all, that we all know, right. You go in, you talk to your doctor, you get a medication and that's wishy-washy. It's very wishy-washy. Oh, Oh, you're having these symptoms. Okay, so this means that you're depressed. Okay, then do you want to try this medication? Mm-hmm. Or, oh, or you could try this. It's up to you. I'm like, that's now when I look back, I used to do that, which is what majority of psychiatrists do even today. It's like, you know what, we could, oh, you're having this. Okay, we could try this or you can try this. It's your choice. No, it's not a choice. It's actually, we have to guide our patients towards better health. I mean, if they knew everything, why then why are they coming to us? Yeah, but that is how that is the only way we are taught to practice. It's this, uh, it's an algorithm that has actually no basis at all. But so between 2013 and 2016, was that period of intense education for me, not only learning from my own body and the healing that I had, but also going to all these, I went to so many conferences, I mean, functional medicine, Ayurveda, and I kept up with my functional medicine conferences until literally 2020, actually. Mm-hmm. So I I didn't pursue certification because I felt that I got enough that I needed. 
And, and of course, you know, uh, 2016, I started my practice because when I started in holistic medicine, there wasn't really anything for psychiatry per se, which actually now come to think of it, what I'm doing for psychiatry, I'm simply applying the principles of holistic medicine for mental health as well. Mm. It is about the main thing, the core thing that I do is heal the gut. Like in functional medicine, they say we have a dictum when in doubt, heal the gut first. That's what I start off with, with everyone. What would you say? So like if someone listening, they don't know anything about gut, brain connection, any of this, what is it? And what do you do with that? So we follow in functional medicine, what is called as the four R protocol, which is, so basically that why we heal the gut first comes from Ayurvedic medicine, as well as in functional medicine, that all disease begins in the gut in the form of what we call as intestinal permeability, where the gut lining, which is a single cell layer of intestinal cells, that becomes uh, diseased and, and it becomes filled with holes. So this single cell intestinal layer is supposed to keep the, the food and other particles that are in the, in the cavity of the intestine separate from the wall of the intestine where our blood vessels and our blood is because that represents the true interior, whereas the, the, the cavity inside our gastrointestinal tract represents the outside because whatever we are taking, like the food, it's, you know, we are literally taking it and putting it into, our, into the core of our body. But the core of our body is actually the blood and the cells and the tissues. So this intestinal cell cre creates that barrier and only it should only allow things into the true inside of our body, into our bloodstream, only those substances that are going to be good for us and not harmful. So that's why right beneath the intestinal cells, we have the immune system. It's called the Peyer's patches. So big, big groups of immune cells are lining because anything that's walking through that intestinal cell is being checked out by our immune system to see whether it's friend or foe. Mm -hmm. But what happens for any disease to take root is that the intestinal cell becomes diseased and instead of being tightly linked like this and only allowing when opening up when there is digested food, now it becomes like this, filled with holes all the time. Mm. So that bacteria is entering, toxins are entering, stress and uh, molecules are entering, undigested food is entering. This is what was causing my thyroiditis, you know, my Hashimoto's. So I was sensitive to gluten as well as to dairy. I'm not anymore. Gluten, a little bit dairy, I'm not sensitive anymore. So, so in Ayurveda, we talk about this gut lining, we have to seal it up again. And for, to do that, what and in functional medicine too, we do that. Because this is, this is kind of the first line of defense and we have to shore it up. So we remove the offending foods. So in my case, it was removing mainly dairy, uh, gluten, corn, and soy. And then I was consuming uh, beneficial foods which is fish oil and clarified butter and bone broth, uh, because these are the these medicinal foods actually have the ingredients to repair my gut lining. Mm -hmm. So clarified butter, which comes from, so that's the only dairy product that we allow on the elimination diet. So it's remove and we are replacing with the medicinal uh, foods and also supplements to repair the intestinal lining. And finally, when when this happens, then we re-inoculate with the beneficial bacteria to, uh, to seed the internal system with the right kind of bacteria. Okay. So it, this is called the, the 4R protocol. Of course, some people also add 
uh, relaxation or recharge, which is meditation. Meditation is a must. It's, I'm giving you just one of the steps that we do. This is, But this is the foundational step, is the 4R protocol. But in addition to that, you know, we do, I do blood work because what I've seen is that people come in with mold infections or bacterial and fungal dysbiosis, which needs sometimes herbal antifungals and herbal antibacterials. Uh, sometimes we, uh, we see environmental toxins or sometimes it is hormonal imbalance. So there's, there's a little bit more nuance to this and, and Lyme disease in Wisconsin, it's a Lyme endemic state so we should be looking at looking for Lyme infections. So this is kind of the process that happens. And what I'm describing is the same process for depression, anxiety, OCD, bipolar, and, and for migraines, for autoimmune disease, for everything. I mean, I've had a patient with bipolar disorder. She, she was diagnosed with bipolar and she was on medication treatment for many years, wasn't getting better. But I've, you know, in talking to her, what I realized was that she was definitely toxic, but she also had lupus, actually, mm -hmm. SLE. It was mild. It was very, very subtle. But l listening to her symptoms, I felt that I needed to check that out. And she came mildly positive, weakly positive, but she was symptomatic. And that was enough for me to treat her. And her symptoms went away, not only the lupus, but also the mood symptoms got better. I love that you bring down the way of healing the gut. You talk about healing the gut first and then kind of breaking down what that looks like, right? What foods you're eating, you know, first even getting awareness of that. Like, what are you eating? Because I remember when I think about myself back when I was diagnosed at 19, I would just eat. I didn't have like a, like a, it wasn't like laid out, no meal plan, just kind of eating whatever, all fast food all the time, not taking care of myself, any of these things. Right. So I love that that's kind of a part of it. What you do is you actually get to know the whole person instead of just, okay, here's your history. You know, you were at this clinic or something before here's kind of like, you know, the medications you're on. And like you said, like you talk about like, okay, well, this isn't working, try this, or this isn't working, try this. And I love that you really get in there and be able to see what's coming up in their blood samples, what's coming up in the tests that you're running to really show you here's what the issues are and here's how to fix that. And I think that that's really like a lot of what people are searching for when you're newly diagnosed or you're not really sure. And you're like, I think I could be struggling with with bipolar, I'm having some of these symptoms that line up with it. And then being able to talk with you and let you in and say, here's what I've been experiencing. And then hear your perspective of saying, okay, this is what it sounds like to me. And just kind of giving them like the full breakdown of it, because I feel like that's really what's missing that you talk about, you know, with more of yes. the traditional, it's more of like guessing game, you know, like throwing things at a, a wall. Game. It's yes. It's, it really is a guessing game. And, and that's because psychiatrists are not taught to link the mind and the body together. But for in all my years of experience, both with me, with my own health issues, as well as in working with thousands of patients now, in, in since 2016, what I've figured is that I can, it, it really comes down to just three root causes, the wrong diet. And I say, and I'm not talking about bad diet. It's, it's actually meaning a diet that is incompatible to who you are. That's what I mean by that. And then trauma both physical trauma, especially head injury, as well as early life psychological trauma and toxins, environmental toxins, as well as toxins that our body is creating, which is typically in the form of autoimmune antibodies and maybe mold toxins inside the body, you know, things like that. 
see if we can address these three things and it it always comes down to two or three or sometimes three of three of these root causes for my patients it doesn't go outside of this and and that's why it makes it in a way it's a little bit simplistic even and and the, of course you know i i took almost 3 years to heal myself but with everything that i have learned both personally and professionally i've been able to synthesize that into a 6 month program I mean, the way we work with patients, we really provide the support that people need and, you know, all the information. And I will tell you, if there's any criticism of my practice, it is that my in intake questionnaires are very, very intense. So <laughs> I, and I tell people, because we do a three-day food diary, we do a complete review of systems, every system in the body we look at. And we also do a very thorough intake form where I want patients to take quiet themselves down, pay attention to each question. And I want to know your life story because that's what gives me the clues to help you. So, I mean, a, a lot of patients actually tell me that it, 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 was, it was like a, writing a journal, but when people do it that way, it gives me all the information that I need and we hit the ground running with our intake session. And, and let me ask, how long do you think it takes for patients to see a turnaround? Can you take a guess? I love that you talk, talk about the comprehensive intake process because most places it's kind of just like a four, fill this out. That's it. You know, nothing. But I think with you, you get down to like, you're talking about every, the three-day food diary, and then really being able to look at the life story and every aspect of it, looking at, you're talking about those three root causes. Like you mentioned the diet, trauma, and then toxins. And I feel like when you're able to address all of it, you know, instead of having gaps that are missing, I feel like that's really where you see the difference and really where, you know, you talk about the six month program and really being able to work with you on that and have someone to guide you through it. And I love that you also talked about the diet piece and you mentioned this isn't like it's a bad diet or whatever. It's just wrong and not compatible with you and the way that your body processes food. So you need to figure that out. So I love that you get into that. So for me, you know, guessing about doing all this work and you know, how long the turnaround would take and, you know, starting to feel better, starting to notice differences. I would think that it's a lot sooner than, you know, like a way, right? Exactly. Yes. I am because, you know, they say that with any psychiatric medication, you got to wait four to six weeks, right? You're basically twiddling your thumbs and waiting for four to six weeks before magically you feel better. So when people start off with the diet or with the supplements, and we typically encourage people to do the supplements first because it starts the detox process. It starts to, so we use Ayurvedic herbals to balance your energy on the inside. So it really calms a lot of these, uh, uh, you know, immune system, but that'll last about three to five days. But mm -hmm. after that point in time, people begin to experience a certain lightness in their system. Their gut feels more, lighter that they're digesting their food that's one of the first things that we notice so we okay. we monitor our patients on a scale of uh, their systems or we check their symptoms every month and we see a 30 percent improvement within about two to three weeks wow and, and when, then when they do the combination diet and the supplements and everything together by about the five to six week mark we see almost 50 40 to 50 percent improvement Wow, And in the second month is when we start with the, the trauma, addressing the trauma piece, which is really, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's, everyone is traumatized. Everyone, we all, that's, life is trauma. Life is stressful, but it's, it's not about what is happening to us. It's about how we respond and what ideas we develop, what belief systems we develop 
based on what life has thrown at us. Like in my case, you know, I used to blame my mom for the genes she passed on to me. I used to find it very, and it was so determined, genetic determinism was what I was believing in at that point in time. And it was very hopeless. But mm -hmm. as my life experiences changed and I felt more empowered, I began to see like now, of course, I've passed on those genes to my children. So, but I, and I used to feel guilty about it at one point in time, but now I see that like the same genes that increased my susceptibility to these conditions, because I don't detox very well. Yeah. I have the medication gene polymorphism. And that's one of the things we do check for our patients, but there is a way to enhance my detoxification. Mm -hmm. But most importantly, because I don't detox the environmental toxins, I feel the symptoms right away. Like if somebody's, I mean, the other day we were in, uh, I was, you know, in an elevator and it was smelling so strongly of some perfume that I, I smell <laughs> nowadays, that perfume gives me a headache right away. Yeah. And, I, and it has the phthalates and parabens, which are endocrine disruptors and immune system disruptors. Mm -hmm. So it's actually in a way I, be, I now see this as my body's intelligence that it is rejecting these molecules. Yes, yeah. I, I, I make symptoms very early because I don't detox. But if you don't have the same detoxification problem, it doesn't mean that you're going to be okay with those chemicals. Yeah. One day they're going to get you because these, these chemicals are toxic for us. They're toxic for animals, to our soil, to our mother earth, everyone. So I think hearing you get into that too, because I know this makes me think of the, the one thing that I always love to ask everybody, because everyone has a different answer. When you hear live well bipolar, what does that mean to you? To me, it means living in alignment and with self-awareness, in alignment with who you are and being aware of your mind and body and soul. And what and because that self-awareness will help you to choose, uh, cho make choices that are in alignment with who you are. So those are the two things that come to me. I love that. Me. And I want to ask you too, so where can people go to connect with you and learn more about your program and your work and just chat with you. Absolutely. So I, as you mentioned, my Instagram handle is Trinergy Health. That's T-R-I-N-E-R-G-Y Health. And my website is uh, psychiatry2.com. So I'm calling it the, the new wave of psychiatry. So it's psychiatry 2.0. And people can schedule a discovery call with me there to if they're interested in working with me but follow me on social media i'm on instagram mainly i also post on face i mean it, it automatically posts on facebook but um and i do a lot of podcasts trinergyhealth.com is my other website that's the old one so when i created the new program the six-month program this is I, I started this new website and my office phone number is 262-955-6600 Amazing. And I'm going to have all that linked you guys too in the show notes. So you can go follow her and then the website as well, and just get connected and learn more because really everything that she's saying, I wish that I knew this when I was younger. I wish that I knew this before my diagnosis. And this is the information that I love bringing to you guys, because, you know, it's always so helpful to see other people and not only hear their stories and what they've struggled with and overcome, but really what they've found helpful. So that's always what I'm trying to do is just bring more solutions to the table, more things that are helpful. And I would definitely tell you guys, if you aren't already to go connect with Dr. Aruna on her Instagram, and then the website will be on here as well. And 
feel free to send her any questions that you have. And then also let me know, you know, your, your thoughts on the conversation too. And it's honestly, I feel like I can talk to you all day long and just kind of get into all, all of this stuff, but you've done such a great job of just breaking this down and really hitting on those main points. So thank you again, Dr. Aruna, for coming out, making the time to really share your story and your experiences and the work that you've been able to do to really help impact lives in such a positive way. Thank you, Paris. It is my pleasure to be here today. Of course. And you guys too, I want to say thank you for being here and tuning into this conversation. And I hope that you took away as much value as I have in this conversation and we'll see you next time. So, all right. Bye guys. And bye, Dr. Aruna. Bye. Bye Paris. Bye everyone.